Hello and welcome back to episode 6, Mummy Jojo Uncut Mojo Injection. I am loving this guys, I'm just back from Croatia and whilst I was there, found out that the podcast had had some wonderful press, really, really lovely to see people talking about it in the news and just so encouraged from all the feedback I've had, I really believe in what we're doing here and I really believe in everyone that's coming to speak very openly and authentically and this week will be no different. I have Lindsay from The Quiet Resolution. They are nailing it on Instagram. It's a gorgeous account. You need to follow it. So Lindsay's part of a trio of lovely bloggers, lovely girls. We're going to talk all about that. I'm going to talk about a lot of things today. Thick skin on social media. Lindsay came with a compliment to say that her friend Rachel said I was the most genuine person on Instagram and I thought wow um, probably one of the best compliments I've had all year because that's what I want to do be as honest as possible but it's hard we talk about lots of things PR Lindsay knows her stuff about PR and media if you want to get into blogging there's some great tips of course mental health and social media which is something so important self-doubt, self-esteem and a lot of liberating things. I think when we have an ego and when we let things bruise our ego, it can really pull us back from our mojo. So we'll talk about that today. I love the quote Lindsay says, focus on the people that show up to your party. I love that. Loads of great tips today. Lindsay shares my love of musical theatre, the West End, that gave her a lot of confidence. She's certainly very enthusiastic, but we're going to smash some stereotypes today and reflect like a boss. Lindsay's cheeky, she's humble, she's passionate, and I'm delighted to have her on episode six. She also has a lovely wee voice, so tune in for her karaoke at the end and her song choice. Be happy, support people, and yeah, thanks for being here. Let's get stuck in, guys. Here we go. Here she is. Thank you so much for coming. It's a pleasure. It's crazy because you see your home and you on Instagram stories and then actually to see it in real life is amazing. It's so nice. Everyone thinks it's the other way around, like the kitchen or something. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. But it's obviously the cameras flipped. Oh, but thanks for having me. Oh, it's so nice. I could, we've just been chatting before this, and I could just chat to you all day. And it's so oh, the passion really. in you comes across. Thank you. So you kicked off the quiet resolution, right? You're the, the sort of leader, and you've got these amazing people on board, and we've been chatting all about it. But you've had this passion in you since you were what, about thirteen. Yeah, I think I embraced the internet mm-hmm. fully. Mm-hmm. I was lucky my parents bought me a computer when I was quite young, so I think I just. I delve down these holes kind of like I think some people are like oh that's cool yeah. and then they'll have a little muck around but I'm like how can I I want to be the best I want to try within it and I think um I started from something called pixel if anyone remembers <laughs> um I had I did things with photoshop and I had my own little website and then I liked kind of writing stories and doing things like that and then I mean teenager teenager took over mm-hmm. and you boys and mm-hmm. parties and then boys I was busy thinking about boys <laughs> literally that was boys. me boys that was me too <laughs> but then I think in my 20s uh, I, I loved YouTube and uh, in my late teens and my early 20s I loved YouTube and 
um, blogging and all that and I was a wee bit too scared to sort of start it up I did little blogs myself um, here and there and I worked with a body shop randomly <laughs> so I had about a thousand followers no idea how that happened I guess it was like the early blogging days and they would work with anyone um, and then yeah like at uni I thought I'd really like to start a blog and it would actually be a brilliant way to sort of showcase work mm-hmm. I didn't have the confidence to do it myself so I thought right I know some fab people that I'm uni with who are really talented and cool so let's see if I can kind of rope them into it and I was successful so that's kind of how it kicked off so it it was four and then it's three so you've got Zoe and Tony yep Um, and Zoe's really into the fashion and the writing and Tony's foodie she's arty you know you're all talented she's really hard working you're kind of the leader you bring it all together you you have the vision and whatever the three of you do it it just works I mean your Instagram's amazing your engagement and it's so inspirational because apparently everyone wants to be a blogger these days yeah it seems that way um but it's not easy it's it's really hard work and you know like not many people work as a team and it's got its huge challenges like you know we've had arguments and our whatsapp people light up but do you know what's at the end of it the arguments are all because we all want quite a resolution to be the best it can be mm-hmm. and it's argument of like passion yeah. and it's really difficult like Tony's always in the middle because Zoe and I will be at it honestly mm-hmm. I've one photo she'll huh. edit it one way out and like we can't agree but we've <laughs> actually really learned and in the last six months it's been absolutely amazing how we've managed to be honest with one another and say I'm not happy with this I'm not happy with that can we do this and mm-hmm. at the end of the day when you've all got the same goal and you all want something to do well mm-hmm. you can make it work but I think you have to be honest and you have to compromise yeah it's tough you need to have a really thick skin as well to be putting yeah. your content I mean at least you've got the three of you I put my things out there and it's just we me and um, to have had that compliment that you brought to me today and what's this Rachel yeah shout out to Rachel she'll be delighted she's a big Molly Jojo fan uh, yeah she said to me today and she's texting because she's texting me all day um, excited that I was coming around and she said um Mummy Jojo's the most genuine person on Instagram. That's what oh she said days. to me. See, to have that, because people will look at me and say, oh, you're positive, you're confident. But as we were discussing earlier, we all doubt ourselves. We all have these this inner critic and these critical thoughts. So to put yourself out there is one of the hardest things because you, you're sharing. And the more you share, the more you open yourself for criticism. Totally. I really admire the way that you put it out there. I wish I could do that more. And I've actually been trying, like, doing the speaking to stories and do you know what right you think in your head you're like because I always imagine people that were mean to me at school that's who is in my head yeah. when I think about crit- critics but they're not even watching yeah. and actually people that follow you they follow you because they like you yeah. so be yourself and put it out there I need to like teach myself that more yeah. but I'm getting there um, but yeah I love that that you like every day I watch your stories and I look forward to them and I, sometimes oh. I save them and I'm like, oh. wait till I've got time so I can really enjoy it it's funny as well because it's a bit like mental health reality TV was dubbed by my publisher and um, I'm thinking, do people want to watch this? But they seem to be because the engagement over the past year and a half, people are following my life. They probably know more about me than, you know, <laughs> uh, just random things that I'm doing or discussions or rows Scott and I have had. And a big question I get, and Scott speaks on the podcast, is, 
does he mind you being so honest? But I think he knows how happy it's making me and being able to help people. So he's just like, share whatever you want. It's yeah. fine. Within reason. I'm not going to talk about what we get up to in the bedroom. Ten <laughs> it's dead, you know. Yeah, maybe that'll be next year. Yeah, someone did say, can we do a Mommy Jojo's after hour? And let's talk about sex, baby. Um, I said, I'll think about it as long as my mum can't find it. Instagram's a safer platform. She knows Facebook, so. And my, my in-laws are on there now too, so. Uh, anyway, I digress. So, <laughs> for your CV, because your degree, you've just graduated in PR yeah. and media. Yeah, that's right. Nailing it, nailing it. It's an amazing course. If anyone's looking to go to uni, I would highly recommend, highly recommend Queen Margaret Uni. It's amazing, and the courses there are so creative and cool. It's a small campus, and you get a lot of support. Not so many boys there? Or yeah, English? only issue. That's the <laughs> only thing. And you are really outnumbered. So if any guys want to go there, it's probably the place to be. It's part of the reason I went to uni. My nickname was Norway because I just loved the Scandinavian men. They were so hot, honestly. You said that. I was like, that is hilarious. They were such gentlemen and just gorgeous. I was hooked. Um, Oh, beautiful. (laughs) You can do worse than a Scandinavian man. Oh dear. But yeah, you can't be a good Scottish man, obviously. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so for the CV, one thing about blogging is it really opens up doors and with the reputation you've built up you're probably going to fly into any PR job you want oh, uh, I certainly you. hope so thank you <laughs> I certainly hope so I think like um, I think blogging alone like for that I think you know you don't have to have the most successful blog on the planet but I think if you can show like basic social media skills and like amazing writing skills and even like that commitment like commitment's yeah. so important yeah. and I think you've written a blog post once a week for a year mm-hmm. like that shows you can commit to something that you don't have to commit to yeah and I think all these things and you've got a tangible um, product to show an employer is so mm. important and obviously that's what kind of started as and it started as and it's grown but I think anyone um, who's leaving uni or at uni or at school mm-hmm. it's definitely something to think about and for parents that've got children like you can blog at night yeah. You can do, like you can do whatever you want. I Is guess that the, you can blog at night. I don't know. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, okay. obviously, you could do it for your parents if a ch- you've got a child that wants to write. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think that she'd have their own blog mm-hmm. <laughs> and be on Instagram. But I think it's a really nice way of expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know what blog the nine year olds would want to blog about. But you know, it's funny because I see Bonnie like exactly how I was at that age. Um, and obviously I've written a book, right? I've been writing all my life and she's exactly the same way. She writes in her notepads, her imagination. She loves her words and she just loves stories. And I think she's going exactly the same way. And I don't know if it's through watching me or if it's just the way she's been born, if you're born with a certain passion. Yeah. Um, you're maybe born with like things your parents, you're giving gifts from your parents. Do you have Bonnie's Corner on the blog? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was thinking of a, a sort of name or a swing to it. Jojo Bonnie, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you can think of something creative, but it'd be cute, like I think yeah. a nice thing and good thing for it's I think like working on writing and your language and communications like there's no you can't start too early it's so yeah, important it's amazing it's amazing um so let's talk about because this is something as a mum I worry about but the mental health side of social media and times that you've perhaps struggled as a blogger putting yourself out there how we keep yeah. it a safe supportive community I mean pretty much every day I doubt things whether it's like one word I've used an Instagram caption or a controversial blog post or I mean 
like, I'm, I'm a bigger lady and um, I blog with two slim beautiful girls and I, I'm, I've struggled with like my own self-esteem and stuff and I did think like I don't want to post any photos because I was worried about backlash and do you know what right I posted a photo it must have been about a year ago now the first one that I posted of myself before that I'd been a lot of flat lays and stuff and it got the most amazing um like feedback like the comments and the likes like it was um people were so supportive and it just made me realize that like as much as there's haters and there's people that are jealous or people that want to pull you down there's actually double triple people that want to boost you up and want to see you do well and I think when you are brave it makes other people feel brave yeah yeah that, that must have been an amazing feeling it was and now like I sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I look great. I, I don't know, I'm not sure, but it's given me this whole... It's really helped me. And it's weird because mm. people have so many negative things to say about social media, and I agree. Yeah. There is a lot of things that you need to watch for, but I also think it can be really liberating and really um, amazing community. Like, all of the platforms, to be honest, but for me, Instagram, and I think um, it's overlooked a lot. I think if you're like worried about something, like, go for it, try it. And mm. do you know what? If it flops delete it yeah like it's nobody's bothered yeah and we were talking something i've learned so much you know when i first started putting content out and you think oh you, you get focused on likes and engagement and it's not necessarily about the quality of the content you are more of a pro on instagram than i am so you would know a, a good time perhaps to post a really good picture or an inspirational message sometimes it's the algorithm there's technical things that go on and sometimes something that you're really proud of just people don't engage with as much but it's not a reflection on you and it's no. being able to not let it bruise your ego totally. um, because if you keep working hard you're passionate you believe in what you're doing you know the likes they'll come but it's really not something that should be impacting your mental health and your anxiety completely and it's really hard and I can see people go down that slippery slope of oh I got 100 likes on this photo and only 30 on this photo like what have I done wrong but it can be as simple as it's a sunny day yeah people are out in the pub so they're not on Instagram yeah because I've noticed if it's Sunday night it's raining yeah. and you put a photo up everyone's in their bed watching Netflix <laughs> with their phone so they're going to like your photo but right. if it's a beautiful it's day bank holiday everyone's at the pub then you're going to get less likes and I think people don't realise that and I think see the minute that I started to really think about it and think about the fact that that person's not because I used to think they've not liked my photo because they don't like my top or they think I'm obnoxious or they, mm-hmm. but see when you start to actually really think about it you're like it's actually because they're just not on their phone yeah yeah it's funny, my most searched for article on the blog at the moment is about Facebook and um, why people don't like your Facebook posts. People are searching this every day in my articles coming up. And I wrote it about a year and a half ago and it was trying to put a positive spin and saying all the things you're saying so people might not see it, they might not like it. Sometimes people will and they won't like it or sometimes someone on, will unfollow you because they don't like it and it's learning to deal with that as well, that side of it to say, actually not everyone is going to like my content and if I can get over that and I can handle that I'm gonna it's gonna do me really good because I can keep putting things out and I can learn to be resilient and not care as much yeah I think like you should try and think of yourself as like almost a brand like I guess the bigger you get your blog you have to yeah. kind of go down that route but even if you've just got a personal um Instagram and you're worried about likes and it affects you like not everyone likes everything like one person likes one type of food or one colour or whatever I know people don't and there's a, sometimes not a rhyme or reason to it 
it's just what you like and what you don't like and I think such a hard pill to swallow but try and see it that way is mm-hmm. as long as like 50 people love it mm-hmm. focus on the 50 people that love it mm-hmm. don't focus on the two that mm-hmm. hate it yeah and I think it's easier said than done but the minute you start to focus on the people that love it you'll feel better yeah. and you'll post for them and you'll post for you yeah and you won't post worrying about so-and-so who hasn't liked your post in eight months i know and it, it's a shame when we kind of let the haters or i call them in the book the wasps so you have these people that <laughs> like buzz over your family picnic and then you've got like butterflies like you know rachel who said this lovely thing yourself you know that come in and, and they build you up and you think oh my days thank thanks so much for these butterflies and the wasps you know they can really sting in it it can be hard but when you learn to focus then you're going to see more butterflies and the wasp will kind of fade out a little bit exactly like be able to ignore the wasps more and focus on the butterflies i think that's with life it's like you always focus on the negative and overlook the positive Mm -hmm. you know it's like birthday parties my friend said to me once you know um i think she one of my other friends was worried about people turning up to a birthday party and she said, why are you focused on the people that are not here? Yeah. Focus on the people that are here. Yeah. They love you so much. Um, so try and, and it's so hard. Well, easier said than done. But I think when you start focusing on the people that are there and the people that love it and yeah. love you, then that's when you start to do your best 100%. And sometimes we try and please the people that may reject us, whether that be friends or people you've met on Instagram or that you thought, oh, you were part of my kind of tribe. We really... And it doesn't matter. We don't have to please, you know, no. celebrate the people that love us. Celebrate the support networks that we've created because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of good on social media and people really sort of have got your back, I Completely. find. You know, and they know if you're working hard and you're putting out content, right, I'm going to go and give them a like or give them a comment or encourage them. Yeah, exactly. It's... I think social media is a complete minefield and I think especially if you're starting off blogging and you're not really sure about how to go about um, getting through it, I think focusing on the positive, even if it's just your mum, even if your mum and your best mate are liking your photos, mm-hmm. like focus on them because yeah. you'll never see somebody that doesn't like it, they don't like it and that's yeah. that, close the door Yeah. because you won't change their mind. Well, maybe you will but you shouldn't be focusing on the fact that you want to change their mind. Yeah. Yeah, and it's okay to not all like the same stuff, you know. It's it's fine. You can't you can't force it. Um, but yeah, thick skin's important, and there's a lot of anxiety on social media as well, and we just kind of need to talk about that. There's a lot more, you know. You're saying sometimes people get anxious, but you you would look on profiles of people like I've met people who are absolutely you know stunning, or they post the most stunning content, and you meet them, and they're really insecure shy, shy or yeah. they say what do you think that was okay and I think oh my days like social media beautiful. yeah and people do it's very easy to make assumptions to assume that someone's a certain way yeah and do you know I always wonder like I thought about this a lot is it wrong because I've met people before um, who are amazing their content's fantastic like their writing's amazing and they kind of I mean maybe it's just an assumption but you assume they're going to be this confident bubbly person and you meet them they're actually very introverted and very shy mm-hmm. and I'm like is that bad because then everyone thinks that they're confident when they're not so yeah. they can't relate that way yeah. but then they were probably doing it for themselves like oh. they need that confidence boost so it's a slippery slope and I think that's the problem sometimes social media is not very honest mm-hmm. and people have a perception that's 
probably completely untrue. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people connect with you because you're you're really portraying who you are and you're mm-hmm. honest and you the highs and the lows. But not yeah. everyone does that. Yeah, that's what creates anxiety because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. So do you think if more of us were just able to share a bit more about the yeah. bad stuff? I know, like, I've thought about it loads, and I think I'm, I'm going to do it, like, posting, like, failed Instagram photos. That's a really good like, idea. I think that's amazing. Like, on stories or whatever, I would never put it on my feed. That's, like, the narcissism <laughs> in me, but, because my feed's, like, you know, that's our... Your page is On stories, I'm always, like, I should chuck the ones up that are mm-hmm. poorly lit and look absolutely rank, because sometimes you've got this picture in your head, mm-hmm. and you've got to do it, and you think you're looking, like gorgeous and fantastic and then you think I'm actually glaring at the sun I look furious <laughs> my top's crumpled <laughs> and sometimes you've not got a great photo but you take it to photoshop and you absolutely nail it That's people nice. have a lot to say but I'm like go for it like get those photoshop skills out make yourself look good like but as long as you're honest about it and you're not pretending you're something you're not I think that's important yeah the performance thing is tricky it's a really hard one isn't it yeah, I'm really, like, torn, because part of me is, like, why shouldn't you make yourself look better, add a filter, or portray yourself as more confident than you are, but the other part of me is, like, is that helping your followers, is that, are you being false? Mm. I think it's, like, a really difficult thing to navigate. Getting people to share is always going to be a hard thing, but I had a mum come around here last week, and she said... Joe, I'm a strong person, and I'm a private person, but I want to share with you a story and it's blown me away, and she and she said, "Yeah, the the reason I was private. I mean, these things don't happen to me. I don't experience stress. I don't have meltdowns, but I did." And she, you know, she's here. She's going to come and talk on here, and um, I just thought that's amazing. That's a really brave thing to do. Completely. And it's I think the more of us that show, we don't have to be perfect. That vulnerability. Yeah, it's it kind of blew me away actually. Um, so in terms of performances, your background is in musical theatre, so we, we've got a lot in common actually, um, being on the stage and I just think for confidence, putting on the performance on the stage is a really good thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. As much as, you know, I, I kind of want to be like, I've always had that creativity in me, but I always thought I would be a Hollywood actor, like me since <laughs> I was probably three, I think if you spoke to my parents, they'd be like drama queen like it's, it's embarrassing to look back but um I think I always thought that I would I think I think West End was kind of my end goal I thought that's what I would do and if you told me at 17 that this is where I'd be now I would have been like horrified yeah. and so disappointed but I've actually realized that my journey and doing musical theater kind of having that almost like failed career not that I like to say that but um it's brought me to where I am because the confidence you gain mm-hmm. from um doing performance, acting, singing, whatever, and like also like the thick skin that you get because you're told you're rubbish all the time. Yeah. You're told like nothing's good enough and but I think like people have a lot to say negatively about that. But actually it's taught me that like you're not always the best at everything mm-hmm. and sometimes your hardest work's not quite good enough and you need to keep working. Mm-hmm. And it's given me a work ethic and given me uh, the drive to always go the extra mile because you're competing with other people and I guess some people don't have the mentality for it but I think learning that even in a small bite-sized piece about doing your absolute best and competing with yourself yeah is really important and like when I had to do 
different things for uni we did like crisis management we had like a press conference it's like pretty good it's pretty fun I found that I was able to like thrive in that environment because I'm not the most academic so my essays might not have been the best but like standing up and sort of putting on that Erin Brockovich hat (laughs) and you know like being that I really thrived because it was kind of like getting to act or doing that presentation or even like going to like blog and networking things yeah. and events uh-huh. been able to just go and be like hi I'm Lindsay like I follow you on Instagram it's such a but people will because when I met you at the blogging event you know you're so friendly and you Thank just you. It, you need that it gives you a boost because people think I walk in and I'm all confident but no you do get a bit shy <laughs> when you walk in a room oh yeah you know, like fab and you're like oh god I'm not brushing my hair like, I know I mean kids you turn them in a room and they'll just cry if they're really shy whereas adults we have to put on a you know brave Persona. face so it's amazing and what you say as well about the drama thing is not everyone will it, it might be that it's not you've done a really good job but it's the luck of who's on the panel oh for sure you know I remember um there was two ladies on a panel when I did an acting exam and they gave me top marks and that's unheard of and they were like she is phenomenal they loved me and then there was other people on the panel there was probably a panel of 10 that were like yeah she's good but calm down what like what's so special what's all the fuss but it's beauty is in the eye of the beholder 100% you know and it's reminding yourself of that so sometimes it is down to a bit of luck you know I've I've been in presentations I've watched people and I've just instantly been like oh man they are amazing and then I remember a friend saying to me about an event show you don't have it exaggerate and I was like no I'm not wrong this is my perception your perception is different because you think differently so you aren't as impressed because you were maybe looking at other things whereas we might go to something else that you're blown away by because it floats your boat and she's yeah. like, oh, that's actually interesting. It's quite challenged me. Because she had just dubbed me as the one that's easily pleased. And I can be in some things, but not in others. That's like me. Like, you're like me, enthusiastic about everything. Yeah. I mean, I can be quite critical too. I guess I'm like, both sides of the coin. Yeah, we all But when can. I'm enthusiastic, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is the best thing ever. People are like, calm down. Yeah. But like, I think that's good. And like, I think it's fine to say you love something and yeah. fine to say like, I think that's amazing. And with the acting, it's true. Like, one person might think you're the best things that slice bread and someone else might think you're completely average yeah but it's, it's a hard thing to accept but once you do you can just focus on the person who thinks you're great I think yeah. we're coming back around to this again but yeah. it's true like yeah. it's such an important life lesson I think the problem is so many people stop because of rejection and you hear the voices oh crap screw this and, and when you take it personally and it bruises your ego it does give you that inclined to give up or to to lash it with anger or you know yeah to be resentful towards the person or yeah I think like I could have given up a million times like honestly I was in a musical theatre class and I kid you not like the people in there were just (laughs) they could have all walked up the west end and I'm not just saying this like I was pretty average in comparison but I guess like they were all great singers and dancers and I I think I maybe had a, a kind of comedic flair like a bit cheeky and that was maybe my like little thing but I did feel like kind of the dance of the class and I think a lot of the time as well you, you go from a being a big fish in a small pond to yeah. a small fish in a big pond and it's yeah. so intimidating but it's kind of humbling yeah. that humbled me I realized that actually you're not always the best and even if you were the best for five minutes there's always somebody going to knock you over yeah. so you just have to focus on yourself uh-huh. and what you're good at and try and improve yourself and not compare yeah and that's hard oh so I still do I compare myself this morning like yeah. you know like on Instagram like, oh look at 
fat feed, that's amazing. Ours is rubbish. Oh, no, but you've I got to sort that. Yours is amazing. I'm telling I still you right do right. that. I still. Yeah. And it's just, it's the comparison game, isn't it? Oh, it's a nasty, slippery slope. Um, but passion. You, 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 another thing we've got in common, you were psyched at school for being a geek because you were passionate. Passion is an amazing thing, but in the UK we try and tone it down because if we're too passionate and too keen, then we're labelled as a keen or a geek or a weirdo. I would much rather be a weirdo than normal. Totally. You know? It's taken me like 25 years to get there, though. I think that's only something that I've come to terms with in the last year. But yeah, I am like the biggest keen bean on the planet. You give me something I'm interested in and I'm like very interested <laughs> And I want to find out everything about it. But some people really do look down their nose at that and think, oh, you need to calm down. Why? Why do they do that? I don't know, maybe they're insecure. Could be, you're insecure. <laughs> I always think of songs. I think of thoughts and songs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought, I mean, I saw. They will be singing soon. Um, so confidence and, and just say, if you've got something that you really love, say it, share it, believe it, mean it. You know? Yeah, and someone else's love that too. Like, You'll find someone, then you'll get to geek out together. There's not no better feeling yeah. than finding your fellow geek that you can geek out about something oh, with. I know. And sometimes with social media, it's the small steps, you know, and it's finding a community of people in there that you have things in common, that you can build each other up and go, that was awesome. Yeah. And like some, like most of my friends, apart from, I've got one friend, Amy, the Luminous Life, um, she's a blogger, so oh, I get to chat with her. She's amazing. She's so good. Most hardworking person I know. She is such a perfectionist. Yeah. Her images are stunning. Um, she just, beats herself up. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, but she's like the busiest person in the world because mm-hmm. she just takes on so much and does it all beautifully as well. She's like such an inspiration. But even Amy and I, like, We'll sit and talk about the algorithm and moan about mm-hmm. engagement. Our friends are like, shut up. <laughs> and it's so nice to have your Amy or have whoever mm-hmm. you can like geek out on a subject with. Because you mm-hmm. will find somebody. And I guess like that's what's made me realise it's actually fine to like love stuff and be passionate because you, you'll find someone else to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> There's always other people that like what you like. Yeah. And yeah. I think Instagram's a great way of finding. Yeah, it really is. Your tribe. Hashtags and, and yeah. whatever else. Because I think there's like literally, it must be a hashtag for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like, you know, collect stamps, I'm sure, <laughs> I don't know, somebody <laughs> needs to do the research, but there must be hashtag stamp collecting. So basically think of the words that really get you going or things and, and, and maybe do a more of a niche search. So not, not the obvious ones. Uh, so if I'm going to put wellness, obviously that's huge and mojo, but if you were to condense it, wellness Edinburgh, and then, oh, I might meet some amazing people that are really inspirational that want to come and speak, and I have, and they're coming on, do, 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 and I met you through there, so it's, I know. you know, um, you are, you know, your PR knowledge, you've worked incredible agencies, uh, agencies, um, we're talking about how agencies choose bloggers. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... It's actually crazy because if you told me I'd be like working with the brands that we've worked, that we've been lucky enough to work with, and I know you must feel the same way, um, you're just like, why me? What have I got to offer? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it's funny because then you quickly switch to, wait a minute, this amazing campaign's happened and so-and-so's got to do it. Why did I not get to do that? Mm-hmm. And I, I used to take it so personally and I'd be like, I don't understand it. But I've been lucky enough to do two internships at two absolutely amazing agencies, completely different but both equally fantastic. And 
what I learned both those places is that <laughs> stop you shouldn't <laughs> worry about why you weren't where I weren't picked usually it's something to do with something completely out of your hands mm-hmm. it's not to do with who's always got the best Instagram following or the most likes it's to do with like who it matches up with like I've struggled before because I've been entrusted to create a list and they say you know you only got five people but I've got eight that I like mm-hmm. so then when it comes down to it I need to get rid of three and I get rid of the three because the other five are actually just better suited to it for whatever reason mm-hmm. because at the end of the day your client wants a result and mm-hmm. it's all money and you've got to make the best decision and you can't really think oh but they've got they've got a nice feed or it has to be more than that it has to be what they're saying what they represent and who follows them because mm-hmm. a lot of the time with local PR firms that I've been working for you know they've got local businesses mm-hmm. in Edinburgh and if you've got 10,000 followers who are across the country mm-hmm. that's amazing but then if you've got 3,000 followers who are all based in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and you've got a niche food blog or a niche painting blog or fashion blog then Sometimes that blogger makes more sense yeah. and it's not personal. And can you, how do you go in and search as an agency and where are they getting their followers from? It varies. I mean, for me, I just kind of had the knowledge from being a blogger, but mm. I think Google, I think people look at the hashtags, like hashtag Edinburgh bloggers or oh. Scottish bloggers, or the um, there's some websites as well. People have, I think there's a Glasgow bloggers website. And I think you can email the guy that can add it to the list. And like from my own website, I notice that comes up as a search points so people have got to my blog through that so I think there's just make sure you're out there to be found mm-hmm. and I think I've been surprised at stuff that we've gotten opportunities we've gotten for the blog I thought surely there was someone better mm-hmm. but when they give you the reasoning you make sure you think like there's a place for everyone yeah there is and, and sometimes we undervalue ourselves but I, what I always say is the only competition is you so don't compare yourself because there is only one of you and your content and your attitude and your energy if you're reliable, it helps, I think. Yeah. In timekeeping. Um, in your, yeah. And you're willing to go the extra mile. Yeah. And if you can keep putting content out, if brands see that you're putting content out weekly for a year, as you say, that's a stamp that they're committed and they're going to stick around. And then it's not as if they're going to have a blog one day and then no blog the next day sort of thing. Yeah, it's only going to build and yeah. get bigger. I mean, we took a break for uni. We had to. There was just no way you could we could commit to writing a dissertation yeah, and all that. Plus with the blog and you know we did notice that there was like a drop in contact from brands but see the minute we started back up yeah. it happened again because I guess people can see mm-hmm. the commitments there yeah and, and you made it very clear what you were up to though, yeah and you were clever with that <laughs> we're so. so worried but I think you can take a break it's fine I think yeah. as long as you're clear about why you're doing it and that you're not just randomly one day dropping off the face of the earth yeah you've you know you thought it through but yeah I think if you ever worry about why someone's got a job and why you haven't try and remember try and think about it from the brand's point of view and the fact that it's actually not to do with that photo that you posted three years ago not being great Mm -hmm. it's probably to do with the fact that they were just better for the job yeah and it's like that with everything Mm -hmm. yeah and and handle it like a boss you know just be like that's fine i'll get the next one yeah and don't think don't think of people as competition I, i just just be I like to say be happy support people get to know them don't make up stories in your head of oh they're they're probably a bitch or they're probably that most of the, yeah you will get some assholes out there you get assholes everywhere yeah but at the end of the day most people are really supportive and there's a, a lot of good stuff going on Completely. out there I'm naturally competitive so it's hard for me not to compare our blog to other people's blogs and I do do it but I, I, 
constantly checking myself and constantly like no like stop thinking that that's silly yeah. like they've just done this and you've done this and that's that's fine yeah and I think um what you just said is so right and I need to take that on board more we're doing like a therapy I know session. I'm like oh, you're saying this and I'm thinking that's me I'm always comparing myself no but we do we all do it we all do it but it's just I think it's the experience of doing it it's taught me just to to have the confidence in what you do I had a period where I wanted to be showing support to other bloggers in the community but I didn't want to be too um, I wanted to make sure all the content was not influenced by others yeah. so it was a period that took a bit of time out just because I wanted to make sure all the content was coming from my ideas and not a um, copy and not a copy because you were saying that stories the stories you've heard of bloggers are totally copy um, it's just a lack of confidence I think that's why we uh, do that because yeah. they're not confident in their own ideas so you mm. feel like I mean I think you have to try and be flattered by it it is frustrating mm-hmm. but also I think like there's I mean there's really an original idea yeah so you, people you're inspired all the time yeah. and I think it's important to like if you are inspired by somebody like but you've gone and taken that idea and taken it to another place be like by the way mm-hmm. thanks to so and so because yeah. you inspired me but also like if somebody's copied you, they've maybe not copied you, they've maybe copied the person you've inadvertently copied. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen photos that are, like, completely the same as what we've done, but I thought, well, actually, I know that we were inspired by this person, so potentially mm-hmm. they've seen that person. Or, yeah. so I think copying always happens, and it's frustrating, but try and take it as a compliment and also try and think, well, where did I get this idea from? Yeah. Because I find, people say to me, do you ever get short of content ideas? And I say, well, no, because lifestyle, every day there's a different challenge or a different negative thought or a different person I'll meet that will inspire me or a compliment someone gives you or the kids will say something or fashion. I mean, there's always something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, always, always. Um, I think sometimes just getting those ideas down and then, because mm. I wish I could just stop. Mm-hmm. and write when you feel inspired oh I love that that's, that's, that's everywhere, everywhere isn't it because you feel inspired in the moment and then a day or two later you think oh I can't even remember what my point was so I think of a hook I think of something that I want to say uh-huh. but I haven't like learning to write, write in my notes or write it down on a bit of paper and then you'll come back to it and remember or I copy and paste things into like a word document yeah and then I've got my kind of basis there because I was losing so many ideas yeah it's funny it's I find it fascinating I've kept on old journals and diaries from growing up and I've actually one of the chapters in the book has extracts that I speak about in boys and <laughs> um it's hilarious but I've, I've been, had to have quite, like guts to actually post this like when the editor read it, it said this is a book that holds absolutely nothing back now an editor that had never met me but they actually said even I found myself relating to it having never met this person and I thought that's that's, that's insane gold dust that's what you want so I've, I've been sitting writing these when I'm 11 or 13 <laughs> and it goes up till I'm about 20 well 25 or something what a commitment to be writing these journals oh my days but looking back and I just took the, the sort of key extracts um, and it was to prove a point which I will not go into um, I know spoiler alert spoiler <laughs> alert but, but yeah being able to write and for mental health writing is so good for us even if you're rubbish at writing just writing down your thoughts like journaling and, and processing them it almost gets them out on paper and then you can 
you don't have to show anyone, you don't have to publish them in a book. You can, yeah. you know, you can keep them hidden or you can burn them or, you know, you can do whatever feels right for you. But I would say writing is... Yeah, that's the um, only time I journaled, like when I was raging. Yeah. So I was like, so-and-so said this about me and yeah. they've kissed this person and I'm furious. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, dear diary, today I've had a wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> it was only when I was angry. And then I'd look at that and think, I'm brutal. Oh. And I'd rip it all up. But it's, it's kind of like... Uh, good for the soul, isn't it? To get yeah, out of there. It's real. I'm a deep thinker, so some of the things I put are pretty out there. <laughs> like someone said to me yesterday, I you're a really deep thinker, like your conversations and stuff, and I, I just love a, a deep but I look back and I think, Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> so am I, honestly so much. Sometimes I'm like, Okay, I take myself really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so about having the balance between being a deep thinker and enjoying yourself and, and uh, reeling yourself back in. Reeling yourself back in. But you need to have these deep thoughts because life's amazing and yeah. um you know you're doing amazing things. So it's so glad to get you here. Thank you for coming all the way to the Mummy Jojo home office and I'm glad to be here. It's been amazing. <laughs> and you're coming to the launch and um we're gonna have loads of fun and I can't wait to follow your journey. Oh, thank you. I know I've had a fab time. Oh, it's been amazing. We could talk all day, couldn't we? Yeah, and I always ask people, you know, what your favourite song is. And what did you say to me? So mine is Carly Simon, You're So Rain. And why? What is it about that song you like? It's just like in the car in the 90s with my mum. My mum's got a great, great voice, and her and I would like, my sister, we'd blast it, car windows down. It's just like such a fun song. And do you know, I didn't even really know what it was about until I was like, a teenager, I just love the song. I didn't even think in my head, like, I didn't even know what Vane meant. Oh, really? And then I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's quite a weird song, but I love it. It's my favourite. Such a good song. I think we should sing it now. Yeah. What do you think? 100%. She's amazing. Like, I think she's never actually said who it's about. Oh, there was a fling, was there? Yeah. Mick Jagger, apparently. It makes sense. It doesn't do the lyrics. Knocked into the party Like you're walking onto a yacht You're extra-tegically different yeah. to no one else Your scarf it was apricot You had one eye in the mirror as You watched yourself go up Let's go up, me. Song is about you. You're so vain. I bet you think this song is about you. 
coffee clouds in my coffee and you're so vague you probably think this song is about you you're so vague i'll bet you think this song is about you don't you don't you see the total eclipse of the sun